Welcome to the Fish Tea Podcast, where we talk about LGBTQ politics, pop culture, growing up in the Caribbean, life in the diaspora, and the work it takes to sustain love, life, and laughter in the midst of all the white noise. I'm M. I'm Glenroy. I'm Kareem. And I'm Lanvel. We're giving you everything, honey. Get into this mug. We're serving you a hot cup of fish tea. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. And you can see the wheels are spinning in a Kareem head as you try to figure out. <laughs> before I Don't come on. Leave me alone, Glenroy. I'm going to come out from my back, Glenroy. I'm going to back. I'm about Brad. Come on, come on back then, right? <laughs> but I'm not telling you that. Anytime Landrell on H-I-J-K-L. Okay, me first. <laughs> oh, gosh. How are we doing? How are you, Kareem? Girl, tell you that on right now. I stand between me and my Sunday dinner, so we can't wait for you. Can I get a look at Axel and look at brown stew fish? I'm going to feel real nice about it. I'm going to go eat it. So. But beyond that, things are moving and I'm no longer feeling kind of stuck because I was feeling stuck as it relates to the dissertation process. I submitted the IRB, which is approval, so I could continue the research. And it was taking a while, but this week I got like a conditional approval. They just want one piece of information. So I'm going to hurry up and submit that so I can get the full approval. Or upon the look interview, then write it up and girl can graduate fully and finally because... The whole school already um, advertised summer graduates, and I don't know. They're put me in the class of 2021 because I'm tell them that the hope is to finish the degree by October. And by that, it means, well, you're finishing in 2021. We're celebrating you with the class of 2021. And so there's a lot of pressure. Everybody sees me and they're like, oh my God, congratulations. And I'm just like, oh, wait, give me two more months. Almost there. But, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm moving and I'm so happy to be. Um, you know, along this journey so I can be done with it and move on to the bigger things and cause more, more um, I just want some big money now. Big money I can't money I'm more How's everybody else doing? Miss Ann, how are you? I'm doing okay. Um not much to report on, just here trying to wrap up some projects and getting my mind right so I can start doing some reading because my supervisors are going to be wanting to meet with me soon as to what the hell I'm doing with my life this summer. So <laughs> that's just really it. I'm good. You're going to fall this way, good? No, it just overcast. It, that, it teared all the last week, though. You're going to fall from, like, most of Thursday, don't you? I'm going mash up the big, big holiday weekend. Girl, I can't even remember the holiday weekend. I messaged my friend and said, Oh, may I go? May I think about my God bar um, Friday evening? Only for years, say, luck for the weekend because of holiday. So I said, I said, Bar, luck for holiday. Oh, bar for luck for the. What? Make no sense. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. But yeah, some of those days, lock up another house. No, I do not know that. Yes, I give no friends. Sorry. Yeah, the, old, the only good thing about the weekend. Speaking of summer, may I see you? Yeah, come look for me. Oh, Ooh. there's the answer leading things answer. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I came, okay. I came back for the summer, but it's fine. It's so, um, no, but the, the truth is, I was, I was thinking of coming down, but um, I, w- I wanted to come for Pride. But since school is going to be starting um, face-to-face in August, whenever you want to chance it, because... I don't know. I just feel like some fucker got up. I'm not going to make the flight back in time. I'm going to really dare for you. I mean, it's probably going to be virtual, so... It would be... Yeah. Yeah, but at least because I know swinging at one of the events. Yeah. Yeah. Landfell, oh, it's wrong. I'm having, I should turn on my camera. Um, I'm having ginger tea and crackers to catch up my stomach. But anyways, <laughs> um, yesterday, um, I got to celebrate the birthday of one of my closest friends. I've, I've spoken about him a lot on the podcast, um, Oshin Grant. 
um, it was a nice, nice um, get together. Um, well, I actually went to two parties, quote unquote. <laughs> all quote are all COVID protocols observed. Not like Mocha Fest. <laughs> Not like Mocha Fest, but yeah, it was it, it was kind of it was kind of good. Um, I still have the connection with my friends um, from Steads. And it's always kind of good when we get together um, and kind of celebrate for whatever reason. So, yeah. Okay, that's why. Um, as you know, the reason why the podcast hold up is because I come from one training, Matsayad. Because we're training our youth leaders. As now we're seven. So, yeah, there was that. I mean, the training was good. They were receptive and everything. The usual, you know, um, youth leaders tend to be that way. Um, and so, I mean, I'm happy with, you know, how it went. It's just, shall. One of the night, then we still with a go bowling. And I spin around in my room two times. The next thing we know, it was 5 a.m. the next morning. Old age. But yeah, that's somebody right now. I'm just I'm tired, but man. I push through and stuff, and may I try make sure I'm gonna lose track of the other little things and may I work on the side. Oh, I'll also, when I turn on like this week, like some money with it outstanding for me, they just all like coming at one time. I'm gonna just say, yeah, you know, when the direct deposit just it ain't never expected. Yeah, that was a vibe. Someone just see it. I organize myself and so. so What's up, old today? Oh, now, all right, we will say it. Right. <laughs> okay, so for today, um, we're going to be looking at um, the different kind of gays, you know, whether it's tribes, subgroups, uh, the different subcultures within the LGBT community. We're specifically looking at, uh, well, no, I just acquired me. Um, but uh, predominantly um, looking at um, queer men and, and having a fun conversation about where we may fall within that. So, so I'm say America, I'm gonna generally like start with the American one, but I'm like in like America and UK, there is like um, tribes. They want like discuss some other tribes and what they're like, Kareem, and then we can talk about like, some of the other little stereotypes they want, so. So, I mean, it depends on which community that you're in, then the, the tribes or the terms that would describe your demeanor or how people perceive who you are in the queer community, um, that it will change. I noticed that when I go to the clubs like in NYC that are predominantly white and so on, you'll get the, the slangs that are based on the animal kingdom, so to speak. And then in the Black community, like, it's just completely hilarious, the terms that they use to describe each other. So um, in the, I mean, I can't even just say the white community because I've seen Black men who take on some of those terms as well. So stuff like bear and otter and fucking giraffe. What's way hold up? What's a giraffe? A tall game. The bear is a scruffy looking one. The bear is a scruffy looking one. Um, usually, um, they're usually are, old are, men. Aren't are the bears good? usually like husky as well, like big bodied? But yeah, the others are usually the more petite. Yeah. With like, I don't know, like, man, man, you look funny. Yes, Jesus, I'm going to look like him smell like one man. I don't know. Glad you're asking of him face. Ah! I'm like, I smell there. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to this, they exude masculinity and are some of the kindest men you'll meet in your entire life, I guess. Um, <laughs> And there are many subtypes of bears, like a polar bear, which is an older bear with white hair. 
Girl, I'm this all the way thought out. Um, and they are on the heavier side, either muscular, beefy, or chunky. And they wouldn't dream of shaving their body hair, which comes in abundance. And they usually have a full beard to match. So that's typically the beard. And I know that they're typically like older men. And the cub would be the same description, except that you're younger. I'm guessing. Right. So is the twink the opposite of the bear? Because I know the twink is the young, skinny looking. Uh, yep. Um, or baby face. So they look young and they're skinny. They generally don't mm-hmm. have hair on their body. And right. They are, I mean, in most times, in most cases in which I've seen that term twink used, it's used to kind of describe white guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there can, I mean, by definition, there can be black twins. But I, I don't feel like in the black community, we use that. But what I find... I, mean, I don't know what the equivalent is, but I don't think we use twins. No, we don't. Yeah, I mean, I think we use twins. Because at one point, we don't want to if, oh, you know, me's a twin. Sure, nobody really use them for well definitely use them in a Jamaica read. But what I find interesting is that that is based off appearance. Those categories seem to be based off appearance. And I feel like to an extent they seem to have like a sexual bent to it. I don't know if a sexual or slash romantic link to it. So it's not just um their personality is like you saying, I'm attracted to bears. I'm a bear and I'm attracted to bears. I'm a twink. I'm attracted to bears. I'm a bear. I'm attracted to twink. It, it's not just you as yourself, but you as a sexual and romantic being. As Right? Around. No, you're, you're right. I definitely, like, I mean, I'm, I remember back in my grinder days, or even like Adam for Adam, that it was, people would make it a, Thing to put their tribe on their profile. So you had bears, you had cub, you had the otter, you had the wolf, and they'll tell you who they're looking for. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it's still it's it's pretty much still there, and they you're perfectly correct, Lenore, I think, because they embody that um, in the bedroom, especially when it comes to leather as a tribe. Right. Like they're real serious about their tribe. Like I, I, I hooked up with this guy who, 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 who is from the leather tribe, and like homeboy never stopped until he get me to put on one of the leather something. There. It was so uncomfortable. I was like, I'm never doing this. <laughs> well, I don't need to them to me. What's a wolf? So a wolf. Yeah, a wolf is between a otter. Um, it's almost like an otter. The otter is between a twink and a wolf, right? So they're more like medium, medium built. And because remember, twink is small, bear is bigger. So like the otter and the wolves are the medium part, medium in the medium um, range. But the wolf is usually more mus- muscular and lean. And apparently they're known to be more aggressive in bed. I thought that was a jock. And jock and a sports player. Yeah, but I feel like don't they use the term jocks as well? They do yeah. definitely use the word the term jock. But they book up one another there in, in, in your in your in your travels. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Friend, that's a two year, a one wolf, a platter. I know, I I can't remember. You can't remember, (laughs) must have not been good. (laughs) So, the bunny ever got eagles yet? Wait, what? Eagles, the club. There's a club named Eagles. It's like in New York, Chicago. It's like wherever there's a, uh, wherever there's a gay, I guess, epicenter, city with a strong gay presence, queer presence, you'll find an eagle. Oh, I, I've never been. 
Shell, well, only need to go on Eagle because they, they got Eagle, you'll find them people there upon full display, like the beard, the cup, like all of them, like leather, all of these things, like just on full. People literally got Eagles, as, as far as me concerned, to get like in the club, on the spot, hookup. Oh. I mean, take up my married self, got Eagles, and <laughs> first of all, Y'all go in there dressed, not dressed to the nines, and because near some like a club, you know. So, girl going at Eagles dressed in a friend, and sit on there. And everybody, I suck out somebody's tongue. When I tell you, I want a group of people to stir around, next guy is somebody's head, and it's just like just anything goes in that club. So, me now sit on the cars, of course, me married, me can't really indulge. So, me soon, then security guy comes sitting beside me, and make me know, say, um, Next time I may come here, I'm not for dress like that because I draw too much attention. And what happens is I'm not going to get any action if I'm drawing so much attention because the whole point of it is to remain like low key and damn near forgettable after the fact and not stick out like a sore thumb. So me suddenly me have my beret, my bright blue sweater, my ripped jeans and my white sneakers. And me suddenly like this pretty person. Everybody in like regular jeans and t-shirt, you know, or shorts, depending on the weather, and me did it, you know, but not not for me a cup of juice. <laughs> or maybe it's a good thing you didn't dress up because next year it's gonna be no problem. Ah, then me watch my other friend in my carry on and myself. I felt like a church woman in altar <laughs> place. So moving it on along a little bit, we know that there are these ideas of so outside of the, what, the physical meanings of, or the physical grouping within, I guess, queer identity, generally more so in Western society. Um, let's move on to like the different names within like black communities, but also like the different kind of stereotypes and things that they expect gays to be doing and whether or not any of us fall into those, um, whether it is tropes, stereotypes and whatever. So first of all, you know, we call we have the word trade in the black community. All of me here use a lot from drug grace by non-black people. I mean, it's fine. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they do a lot. Um, and, and I know they generally use trade to mean anybody. Muscular. Masculine. Uh, more muscular than masculine. But my understanding of trade was somebody that was down low. Now, so. Or is it more the masculine thing? Child, it's it's sort of confusing because since since I moved here, um, I'm being told by I met a black guy who was trying to differentiate some of those terms for me, and he was like, "Down low is apparently different from being in the closet, which is apparently different from being trained." Oh, so so it's like don't down low is the ones that you don't want to mess with. Right, those are the ones who will beat you on the street in front of their the right? um, right. yeah. So those those are the ones with the the, the, the repressed feelings and all of that. Then you content. Then the in the closet ones are the ones who are who know they're gay, accept it, but they have not come out as it. And apparently are super freaky, will do every and anything in the bedroom compared to the downloads who Generally, are not oral or right. And you can't touch them on certain parts of yeah. your body. Explain. Right. And then um, the the trade now. I think based on what I've been seeing, like trades are usually like the gay for pays usually fall in the trade category because they right. they, te- they they typically don't identify any at all with being with being queer. There's some great areas there at the store. Where... So what would be the difference between down low and trade then? Well, they'll take for them thing very serious. Like, you cannot... Whereas a trade will make certain things slide. Like, you see them in public and you feel like if you call to them, they'll acknowledge you and probably find somebody to play it off to their friends if they're with some, some friends. But, like, DL men... If you see them, hold the head straight and go and see them. And if they, if you see you and somebody decides they're going to jump you, then they might join in and jump you too. So I think that's kind of like the difference. Um, or they just like 
deathly afraid of being outed. So they'll do anything to protect them. Trade. I mean, sometimes I see like people who are out considered trade as well. So it speaks to that like masculine type. Because then you have like different levels of trade. You have trade that are coming to it. Them calling dirty the trade. The one we have to kind of wash up before you sleep with them. And then you have the community trade, which means that everybody in you know, the community kind of knows that they're not gay, right? Quote, unquote, they're not gay, but they're sleep with everybody. Everybody can't call them names. That's some weird shape or form. Um, yeah, this trade argument is a whole lot. Oh, so it's more than, okay. I guess, well, I guess because they're predominantly masculine, because, you know, we, dinner, we generally associate our fe- queerness with femininity. So once you right. are masculine, it's much easier for you to, pre- to pass as straight. So I guess that's why right. there's that association. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I did confuse. Because I, I did, I did things tra- at first I thought trade and don't know was synonymous, but apparently yeah. not. Mm-mm. And then probably there's also a discreet where they don't want to claim not being DL. So, well, I don't know if that they don't want to claim, but they're just, they just prefer not to have their business out in the street is my understanding of it. Hmm. All of this still revolves. Not that they're closeted, but they're not going to be like going around screaming, hey, I'm gay. If it comes up, then they'll have the conversation, but, and they probably won't deny it, but they're not. Uh, it, every day it's like it's like the alphabet soup every time so every day something else show up okay alright why am I community confusing below but you know about hamburger trade the one them have sex for food the same trade them but them have sex for food hamburger trade cheap food like that <laughs> they're like <laughs> they're not <laughs> what <laughs> We'll create one identity for everything, you know. There's a whole right. There's a whole what you call it. It's a whole. No, but but, but it's an identity. But them identifiers that are weak, call them that. Cause no, people call them that. You know, it's terrible. People that are, people that say like I know about a girl and I'd be like, oh, I feel like people go and say I'm trade. Like they'll because to some extent, trade for some reason like a badge of honor, right? Everybody wants to back them a trade. Everybody wants them to wants to turn out a trade, blah, blah, blah. But like when it gets down to like, I think when it gets down to like the hamburger trade and the, the rough trade and the drop dead fine trade and blah, blah, blah. That's other people like, I guess, categorizing people. Hmm. All right. So I'm going to switch this up. Okay. I'm getting the edge of my kids sufficient. So, Megan has asked the question, which, so what kind of gay were you? Now, ask Kareem first. Um, femme queen. Femme. I think, I, I think that's where I would be placed. I think I'd be okay with being placed here. Um, very effeminate in a lot of ways. Um, but that's, I guess, like, black community. Outside, it'd be, like, genderqueer, but femme queen. Was there ever a time when you, you considered yourself, like, a different subcategory? Should I look who you ask? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I mean, back in the days, I would try to convince myself and everyone around me that I was some form of... <laughs> <laughs> I began to come out with it. Trade, butch, I don't know. I feel like the most I can do, maybe on a good day without my nails, is like butch queen. Um, but like, no, fam. Like, I don't think I've ever, and I was quite okay claiming that. Um, I'm trying to remember, like, what was before, like, after this, we had that conversation, like, what were the terms you used back in Jamaica? Because I remember having all these terms, but, anyways. Before we go down that pathway. It's many. I feel like it was like we assumed that drag queens were gay men and so they had drag. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, maybe we did have like don't know but or don't know, probably but I didn't mean all of right. 
there. Right. Um, and I don't even think we had language for the out girls because I don't think out was such a wide phenomenon where mm-hmm. we have a name for it. But then I also don't think in Jamaica, we name everything like that. There's also that. Um, hmm. So, we do have an question, but maybe that, you know, don't be gone. Well, which category you fall under, Mrs. And give me the history. I may ask him no special, ma'am. Let's see me look up at the sky. I think I try to think about it, my love. Um, I'm more able to Batman face. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, in terms of, I think I'm, I'd probably go with androgynous. Um, I mean, we know me effeminate and all of that, but I don't really feel like one femme queen. So, I think I'm more androgynous. Um, but in terms of... Oh, oh, the child took off our glasses for hearing them. I can't deal with you. It's better I say, look at my left side. Good, good. <laughs> I said that like it. Yeah, you're not a femme who? I said I don't feel like a femme queen. I didn't say I was not. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> we're talking, yeah, we're talking about identity, right? Um, but then... And I, and, I, and I also believe that to be a femme queen, that's something that you have to embody most or all of the time, oh. which I really don't. Like, some days we just really can't bother with all of that bits and glamour and just... Sometimes I just want to wear one pants and my body will cut up, I want to cut off, put jeans or something and go up on the road and... That's not a femme queen behavior. <laughs> Let me agree with that one, but may go back to language because I mean, although the why I identify the way I identify is more important, but Lanville, yeah, well, ah, yeah, Lanville is that so under brunch and fat pants. Um. I, I, I'm not sure if I've ever come up with a, a label. Um, I think when M, M, M was talking about being a, I, like I know I'm femme, but like, um, like I don't necessarily embody um, that. Um, I'm not too sure. I'm trying to see if there's a freaking term for them. Going to the different things that we do separate from, from, you know, these, you know, core things that define who we are. But mega drill down on this, right? Because I'm not sure I agree with the notion, say, even if you claim femme queen, you have to be femme queen all the time. Because we feel like even if we look at cis women or just cis women, who are women who are, you know, put on them face. I feel like them do that all the time. If it, so look at, for example, Tuel is very feminine. And when Tuel puts on her something that she's dainty, she's cute, she, she's serving body. But I don't know if that's her 100% of the time, right? So I don't know if that would, that, that, that to in, able to inhabit that identity, you have to always be, on that practice, because I don't know any anybody with any identity is not the the quote unquote full if that is the term we can use all of the time. Because here's the thing, I gotta be very honest. Me use femme queen as a political state. Because uno know me, uno know me can Right? <laughs> may have a moment where may have an important moment I'm gonna feel like saying no other girl now go show up that way and important to show up in this way, I am going to film again called baby a political thing. Right? Mm. I will show up as femme to make a point. Although sometimes I like it. But it's more so than that. In my relaxed state, I don't know if more on that all the time. Baby, <laughs> you, wake up, you wake up in our robe and one bonnet every day. I do not wake up in a robe and a bonnet every day. <laughs> in life. I wear my bonnet anytime I do my hair, 
so that it don't pull out. Okay, you know my ears soft, and as my light upon it, it pull out. And that's why my ears taste so bad all the time. You're not going to do it. And I become of two robe, and I'm going to tell the story about the time when I serve him the tea into the purple robe. And I'm going to make it, give me extra. Right, me extra. Me dramatic. I'm a dramatic queen, right? I talk with my hands. I'm a sissy. I will admit what it is. But I don't know if I inhabit the space of femme queen all the time. Javen, if I did trouble me say, I call myself big, big femme queen. And I do the facial care every day. I have certain things. I don't walk up and down with makeup. Interest me. And all of them something they say, I claim this, but I'm have man boxers on my yard. Not just regular man boxers, but the bad man boxers, them. They are very comfortable, by the way. Um, I have the man boxes that women wear. But they're comfortable. So that's the thing. I, I, I will have moments where I go into the excess and I like being excessive. But I don't know if because I have look at it and I play video games. I love my video games. Everybody know that. Apparently, that's not a femme queen behavior. So I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting you bring up that because somebody was having that conversation with me too, right? Yes, I have the nails and yes, I do. I'll do the outfits from time to time and I'll wear heels, but I'm not like big into it. I guess this kind of leads into like the tropes and what people expect from you because you fit a certain like mold or something. Um, like I don't, I don't do a full face of makeup. Matter of fact, I don't even wear makeup, right? Unless somebody does it for me. Like if you ask me for do it, Dead, mega dead. Like, we never ever left because I don't know where for start, right? Um, and so, based on that, and then because I won't wear certain things, because one, as much as me take me a woman, my box is bad, right? My shoulder, them still broad. I don't know if I have the hourglass. Figure. I don't have the hourglass to go out of something. Say, now nah, catch me, I know body can dress. Yeah, now nah, catch me at the pool, I know body can dress. If we think you real good, can you? Yeah. But me attack on a regular day when me have on the hurdle, when me have on the hurdle on the waist trainer, right? You're not kissing me, nobody can dress, I don't like that. And so, like, I have a little friend who would love if I would go out one day with him in skirts and dresses and yada and yada. But me is a skinny jeans, I wasted girl, right? That is me with the pumps, I mean, I wear one blouse or something like that. That is my aesthetic. And so, because of that, right, people, or if I, or if I, God knows, Mr. Minaga, we're no awake. First of all, I'm going to have the dreads. I'm going to make can talk all of this and then a week. We know some of the other can make the magic happen, but me not do it, right? And so because of those things, people always question the legitimacy of my femme queenness, right? It's like, oh, I mean, you're not really doing all that. Or what kind of gay are you? I've gotten that question so many times. You don't do makeup. You don't know how to do hair. What kind of gay are you? I tried to make a thing one. I'm, I maybe would have tried to learn again. Maybe, if I have the time. I, they say, I remember last year, I painted, I kid you not, I painted my nails for my birthday. And this was this, and this time I do it properly because somebody did paint it um, before and it never looked, it was just a little mishmash. Somebody just painted it. So I'm going to make them give me a nice little gel, you know, you know, thing. First of all, as soon as, who the paint my nails, my smudge it, and she could do it again. That was the first time. Time it do. Bitch, I couldn't wait to take it off after about two days. I can't, I can't. So, so, so for me, it's interesting. I know I, I would only ever wear like a dress and a skirt if I was doing a performance or right. I was going to a, like a Halloween party or something. It's not something that I... I would do. So like, I like androgyny. I like bending rules. Yeah. I feel like, I always feel like I'm at my best where I am wearing something feminine, but you, with a masculine twist to it, or I'm wearing right. a feminine twist to it. So even if I'm wearing my heels and my capes, you have like a vest under it or a, a button up there. So it, it's somewhere in the middle of that. I feel like that's more and mm-hmm. I'm not going to wear the wig. I have the locks, she should be very bouncy and flashy and all of that. You know, I uh, get the attitude and everything. So, I don't know. This expectation that because you're feminine, you have to be all these things, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't love disqualifying me. 
Believe them disqualify you with them. What they do with me, my love? <laughs> what would they do with me if I put on the acrylics? No, a problem. I mean, like, even by nail tech, like, I, I used to get the standard, like, blush colors, like the neutral colors. And now, like, every time I go, it's like, it's almost like, bitch, I'm sick of putting this color on you. So I'm like, look, do anything you want to do. Do anything. Like, me just I come from him this man and see me, you know, know what color it is. But see me have sunflowers and then something about, I'm just looking, do anything you want to do. Just, just do whatever you'd like to do, baby. Because, like, at this point, me not have to lose. Do anything you want to do. So let's get into, like, what would I call them? The gay artifacts. <laughs> so what are the things that every day is supposed to have and do that you have or do? So let's start with Lambda, because I'm going to hear from a friend. She's a brunch gay, so I'm you bring it up. I went this brunch lifestyle. Most of my stripe pants. <laughs> brunch and stripe pants. Well, it's funny enough, there's this. shoes. If I'm a bit very honest, the gays are not about shoes. Or a mule. Oh my God. Speaking to myself. <laughs> and a short foot pants. Sorry, Lambert. Um, funny enough, um, it kind of, I think it was around like 2017 um, when I, I came up with the idea to kind of gather some of my friends. Um, and we'd talk about anything, um, really, and we would invite, um, ex- like established people in different fields to come and speak with us. So for example, we had Terry Carell, we had, um, Dr. Christofton, um, we had the CEO for VMBS. Um, so that's how it started. But apart from that, I like the, I remember when we did the first one and everybody come with and I'm just like, oh my God all the colors, people the dress. And I'm just like, oh, this is nice. So it, 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 for me, and like, I like dressing up. Um, so for me, I was just like, okay, let me, let, let's, let this be a, a regular thing. So I started um, a Let's Do Brunch series and that has just been my thing. So anybody at whatever meet up or whatever I've been seeing in a long time, it have to do a Let's Do Brunch kind of thing. I may address off and I'll meet you there. <laughs> but you know, as I said, that's me I look on this the photo we have up. Can we talk about the fact that the gays love wearing them jackets but not put them hand in there? <laughs> a cape, but not really. <laughs> yes, yes, it's a cape before the cape. Yes. Right. <laughs> oh god. We have to drape it over our shoulders. Enough time to sell an outfit, I'm going to put a blazer on it, but I'm going to wear the blazer or even a jacket. It's just literally, I love the aesthetic here, first of all, especially if I get anywhere professional. I just love my turtleneck, right? With my, my jacket dripped over my shoulders and my handbag and my elbow picture, right? so she, you can't tell me nothing. My nice bad. Nice yeah, bad. Yeah, the, jacket the, the jacket I'm going to crush the look. We don't want it all. No, the jacket I'm going to crush the look. <laughs> so you're a tote-wearing gay. Because you know you have... You have the, 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 the uh, I'm soon getting to the floral tops, but you're a total new day. I know everything. Like the right kind of total where you can't just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the strap not for too long. The strap can't too long. Cause you, you always have to can drop it on my elbow pit. My always have to can carry it to my hand up. I mean, I can't have the nails them just, you know, daintily dangling. I'm not showing them up, but I am. I need you to see them as you greet me. Oh my God, I love the nails. Oh, stop. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a mess. <laughs> I did not catch me no messenger bag. So, my question is this. What are you for the floral printing? One love flowers so much. Let's have the conversation. Masoon, come to you and Miss Cardigan over there, you know. <laughs> Although, Kareem love, loves a good shawl and a cardigan. Love a shawl. Cardigans are nice. <laughs> One time I was into cardigan also. Cardigans are nice. What is it? No, but here's my question. I was about them from the company. You know, me like drip to, you know. Hence, it became fascination. What is it? 
I don't know. It give you, I don't know. It give you a dressy look. You can right. like, we, like even like when you walk, you can give a little twirl, and it just give you. I don't know what it is. It's just <laughs> it's a nice way to elevate your look. I mean, me didn't love cardigan. Me didn't Jamaica because it was the closest me could I get to the. I first of all the short one then when you could open me, you still have better look a bit oversized, so you have that look a nice flow when you walk to. When we come out firing, you couldn't tell when last me wear a cardigan. A straight shawl, just a long one then, because more when me I walk, it's just a flow behind. We just want to look at me for like a, like a trail or something. That's why I'm looking at me like slide. <laughs> oh gosh, or you just, you have talk and you have it like touch up, you twat, touch up the elbow up with the hair talk and you just like dangle while you are, yeah, you. Precisely. But you know, so like for the masculine gays that try, you know, are they, the in-betweeners who, you know, are show style. Um, them love a floral top. What's going on? What is it? Is it a way to show that I'm fashionable? What is it? Who? All right. Raise your hand if you own a floral shirt. I'm going to say, raise your hand. Kareem, raise your hand. Floral shirt. Yeah, yeah. And raise your hand, Val. I don't think you own a floral shirt. I no, I I can't. No, I don't think I have a floral shirt. Yeah. You know what I hate? Though? You know what I hate? The what? silk. Which silk? Really? Shirts? Anything silky? You hate the silk and satin look? No. Oh my god! You mean that silk pants? Silk? No. No, I'm not silk. Sorry. Leather pants, you got leather pants, you know, shiny pants. No, the alley pants are just yeah, stripes, not a pattern. pattern. <laughs> stripes are a pattern. Ah, mm. okay. So, um, I hear it's time now. <laughs> and what's your aesthetic? What's, what's it giving? First of all, my love M head wrap weird. Um, look them. Oh, that's, that's, that's probably the only thing I can think of. We are me. But no, no, you have to tell me because you see, this is this is this, this love crop top. They love crop and flex is a crop top. This, no, this is this is this is really my challenge. This is my my challenge. People, people, like, I do, like. I I do a lot of things, but for the most part, I'm. I'm often not able to like tie it to any like queer culture or queer artist. I don't, I don't know if what I do characteristic of, of any particular thing within the queer. I just like things and I just do it. Like I love shot, I love short shots, but you're right and crap top and himself. I don't know what kind of what does that mean? <laughs> You're ready for New York City Pride year round. That's what it means. Real. And like me careless and show off my body. I just, I just saw. Are you, are you really gay if you have a short sway? It's either one in the mid thigh or just below mid thigh, or if it, if it goes below mid thigh, you put three fold in it just to make sure mm. it catch right up. Yeah, but shorts, shorts is supposed to be longer than the pants, that. Well, I can't tell the straight man name. Straight, first of all, the straight man name just a catch on pan, pants above any. Because me hear one straight man, I look pan big, big me and tell me, say, I shot uh, um, shorts above your knee all summer. That's what we're doing. I'm like, okay, glad you're here. We've been expecting you. Because <laughs> we've, been, we've been doing shorts above the knees, baby. <laughs> And it's very uncomfortable. It's either I don't have my ankle or it's above my knee. Oh gosh, I'm not gonna lie. I want to make it when doing the abs skin tight, like them pants, them pants suck on them, you know? Guilty. Well, I, I guess then I have those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, like, I'm gonna talk. Do you shop for anything but skinny jeans? Let's be honest. No. And I shop, I, I buy my pants in the women's section. I don't. And like for the end of like yesterday, like when I went to um the birthday get together, like is that is a chancellor dude. So you know a lot of like straight 
um, men and them people that they're there. Um, so I think somebody asked me where's the rest of my pants. And I said, this is it. This is all it. There, there's no more to it. <laughs> when I tell them, Mrs. Clinton, my face up for them pants today. No, I love them. Oh my God, they just get next to the balls. They must yeah. have a look. But you have some of those kind of um, roomy pants, don't you? Like, not really, no, not hiring. You know, because I've seen you in one of those like high waist pants, so kind of, I give me a little Bella's vibe, but not really Bella. You mean? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, so me, I, I have like, I've been the extreme, right? So I'm just, I always used to buy, well, when did just come off her, I never know the difference between slim and skinny. So I used to buy a slim expecting a skinny fit. And then when we discover skinny, it's like, but I want nothing else to buy. Like everything after skinny, my work pants, everything skinny. Now I'm, as I'm like, again, playing with my style and so on, I'm going back to like the straight legged, well, not straight legged jeans, because I cut them off so that they're short, but like those roomier pants or like those extremely flared jeans. Because I used to, I did love Abella's pants. When I did Jamaica, when I did a, um, again, when I couldn't get into the skinny pants then, when I couldn't like, or I, when I wouldn't wear them out because, you know, my body teased me or whatever, I would do the Bella's pants and carry them, got a tail, I make him suck it in. So it's sucking into my tie. And as it reached my knee, it just start flare like mermaid dress. So those are the pants that I used to wear. And so those are like the, the one that I posted the other day in that white outfit. We get that from Fashion Nova, the women's section. And Jesus, my love it. Oh my God, my love it. And speaking of a hey, man of women's jeans, them, I bear them the man wear now. One time I did play on white woman jeans. I'm right. And then we'll wash it. Something about women's jeans, though. Like, I don't understand why women's jeans fit me. Well, I guess I could understand why, because most of the jeans over here make for the white man, the man no or white man shape up here. Um, so all them low-rise regular jeans they just don't sit right. But when I put on that woman jeans, I can't carry it up. And it just look about your little leaf sheath, so. <laughs> I mean, the stomach look flatter than it really is, so. Love me, huh? <laughs> oh. and she would have cropped up. You can't tell me nothing. My heart like dropped. I guess which day we're not, we're not, we're not talking about yet, huh? Who the? The Muscle Queen. Oh, oh God. The gems. Hey, the gym rat. That Muscle Queens are coming for the same queens. They're coming for our game. They've been coming for our game. That's why I'll mm-hmm. go to the gym. I mean, that's, that's not cool. what Let me just make that very clear. <laughs> That's not why I'm going to the gym. I'm trying to keep spelt. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, there's a whole shell. There's a whole subculture. Mm-hmm. There's, there's currency in it. Well, I've always said there's currency um, in them looking the type of way that they want to look. Um, like, for me, I, like, I hated um, the gym. I couldn't do any amount of running. I remember Lawrence and I were talking recently. I uh, posted a pic and he commented and he must say, then you do the say you hit the gym. He said, well, may I give it a try? But I hate, I just hated the idea of um, the gym and basically like how I saw straight men behave in the gym. I'm just like, no, sir, I don't think that environment is for me. So me not go in there. You know, actually, I, 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 feel and identify with that a lot for a very long while. I did not. So there, I had two feelings about the gym. One, it's a very hyper, I, I, I was off the view, it was a very hyper-masculine space. Yes. And two, I almost felt like there were, particularly within the Jamaican context, not call out anybody, but it felt like there was this mad rush for the girls to go to the gym, to look more masculine, to appear less feminine than they were. It was almost like they were trying to buff, bulk up to work again and, 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 and hide. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily feel the same way about, you know, I, mean, you know, I guess you want to try some. If you are part of something, your, your attitude towards change. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely had that view that I want to really just uh, try get the guys in the camp walk on the road of it um, by looking as masked as them. I think I just came to the recognition that there are many, there are many gym girls who them have, their bodies are toned, you know, their bodies, are, you know, them look a particular way, but they're not necessarily trying to 
even as them body look more more toned and muscular, they're still very much sassy. And I feel like that's the I guess that's the era that I'm going into now, like a gym fan queen kind of vibe. Make it from the end. Friend, will I buy some gym clothes out of there? I'm going to find one. You know, you know them shots they used to wear? We used to do PE back in a basic school. Come on. Yeah. Find some of them in a, in a Amazon. I love to pair them in our gym now. That's nice. That shot. Don't even reach mid-time. Right? Here, here excitement. Um... But yeah, but for me, it was I me and impetus for go to the gym. I said, I said, I think in your box something there. That's oh, back. <laughs> I can't send it off. I take one next picture, one next update picture. I said, I think in your box something there. So no, I take my picture there, I'm not going to have a two shirt. No. It just did it. It just did it. I'm just going to put one leg in front of that. just did funny. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask you, though. I want to ask you though, Glenn, um, because for me, I think when I was choosing where to go, when I decided that, okay, all right, cool, let me get into um, this. Like, even for me, like, I don't, you hope people push that, oh, I need to live heavy. If I can't manage it, I can't manage it. If I have got lift the same amount for one month, I'm, going to, I'm not trying to lift heavy too fast. But for you in making the selection, and as you said, knowing, um, having that view that, okay, so I have a masculine space, like, what was the thought process in, all right, cool, I'm settling on this um, particular gym. Because yeah. a lot from, like, for me, having never been to the gym ever before, maybe I wonder, all right, cool, you go in there, you have to learn how to lift, are you going to be lifting properly? People are going to watch you, say, okay, you're not lift right, and all them kind of things there. What was the thought process for you? Um, so, so, First, the gym that I was going to pick was one that was close to work. So I was looking at somewhere that would be easy for me. Not clean. Sorry. My friend just did a picture. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey, girl. Sorry. That's all enough to check on the phone during the podcast. <laughs> um. So yeah, I was looking at somewhere that was close to me and very easy for me to. So I was gonna go to a gym that was close to work, so I'm gonna just work and go and then go home. Um, that that was when I was still living up by mommy. Um, and then uh, I moved, and oh, right as so let me tell you, we go for check up the cost for joining the gym the Monday, Tuesday, Corona reached Jamaica, literally. And so gyms became like, mm, sure, maybe it is. Then after I moved um, and I realized where my gym was in relation to where Javen and Soil were going, I said, and, and also, I knew I needed a trainer. I don't know no more lifting. I don't right. know both form or none of that. So I knew I needed somebody to tell me, oh, for do, for me, I don't, I don't know no more physiology, but no. Somebody needs to instruct me, I'm going to follow. I mean, if I could follow her, I'm going to overset my body. You tell me to overset my body. So I knew I needed that. And so for me, it was more about finding the person who would work well for me. And, and there's this image out there. I guess, you know, gyms are promoted of um, very rough, um, hyper-masculine trainers who shout at you. And that never got a blood clot. Me not gonna pay you my money and one time to call me our route me are the thing after start. It finna be an issue. It would have been an issue. And so um, when Javian told me who his trainer was and that you know he's not he he doesn't shout, he doesn't do any of that, he's just passive aggressive and he will and he use positive encouragement, so like positive feedback as a way to encourage you to do better. I said, oh, okay. All right, we'll see so much as God and I've just been working with him ever since. And for me, it wasn't about um lifting heavy because I knew I started out, I couldn't lift I never have no no muscle in my hand. Right? So I just knew that I whatever I'm saying, I'm of a personality, I mean that triangle. 
So I'm also, mama don't raise no punk bitch. So I'm not going to feel like nothing in life. Um, and so, yeah, I, first week, it, you know, when you just start gym, you just, your body mash up. But after that, it just got easier, easier, easier. But yeah, it was more about the trainer than anybody, anything else. But I went to the gym that Jane Sue was going also because I felt like it would have gotten me easier into that culture of, all right, mm-hmm. all the way up to gym. They can all hold me accountable. If I am not going to gym, they will know and say, why are you not going to gym today and stuff like that? So it was about putting something in place so that I would be able to um, stick to um, the process that I started. And then, of course, as they go along, you see your body change a little. Um, yes, okay, it's not bad. And then that kind of continues to motivate you. But I'm not necessarily, for me, it's not about lifting any amount. First of all, some of the weights them when me I lift these days, I don't think, I can't imagine why me I lift them because I can't think of any circumstance in which me are going to be able to lift this much. So I don't know where me I train for. And I said, I said, Mr. Johnson, with all due respect, why me I lift all of this? <laughs> what? Yeah, but if you have a driver and you want truck to turn over, you have to lift up the truck after the driver to save him. Sorry to that man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to that man. I'm sorry. It would not be me. Not gonna be me. Um, I'm just now getting to that space of like um getting into health and fitness on that level. Because first things first, when I was I was I was in Jamaica and like I I started the gym there. But it was very much that very much like hyper masculine space. And even though I had my mom pay for me, got a trainer, it was still very much weird for me. And at the same time, I was kind of like not trying to get too, too, um, I guess too toned or too muscular because kill girl, dead girl was girl and girl want maintain. She don't, I don't want to be muscular. I want to be toned because I want to be dainty and I want to, you know, I want to have that kind of feminine look still and your daddy, um, but no, it was very much now that I'm going back to the gym, I get really intimidated sometimes when I'm going to a certain gym, especially I'm going to like a gym where, like in my neighborhood where the men there are just like, they're not the same one that we are slumbering the rich so I make the world up nice. I'm like, Jesus Christ, all right, man, go on. I can't remember all of this. Oh, all right, when we got a certain gym and the, the muscle queen them out, I'm still like, Jesus, see, yeah. Then my judgment, we got to get down my head, we can't bother, man, go on. We can't stay for all of this. But I'm at that point now where I'm looking for a trainer, even though I'm still looking for a woman as my trainer, because some women I feel like mega make out well with a male um, trainer. So I'm just now getting into into that. So check back about next year for the updates when me and what naked. What I will say is AirPods at the gym are your friend. It's my trainer. Don't watch nobody. Don't pay attention to anybody when you're at the gym. Focus on you and what you are doing. Right. right. Trust the process. I mean, of course, you have to. You will do your assessment of your own growth. Some people mm-hmm. want things happening in a short amount, a short amount of time. Others want it happen. Uh, um, others don't necessarily want that. I am not necessarily in a rush to look like a certain thing. For me, it was put the chest look a bit. If up the bottom, so I want to foot them after, and then work on the chicken foot there, right? So that's, that, that's been my focus and I and, and of course and, and the belly cut the belly sheep like it everybody wants. So, so right. that's the thing. And I focus and we listen and we do my step them. And when we train us, we can't manage. It makes me do the light or something because you don't come gym for mash up your body. You left gym and you pin up pin up day in, day out. After the first two weeks. Everybody's supposed to get used to them something there. Of course, every now and then you will go higher. Right? So you might depart something for two, three weeks or a month as Landbell said. And then you go higher because yeah, train your body now for you know, build more muscle and stuff like that. But really, you're not supposed to let go gym they kill yourself and I don't spend more than an hour in the gym. My love, I'm gonna have the patient. But no, I'll get one more good chance before I go down on somebody's table and make them do them after them. No, but here's <laughs> Yeah, say it like Oh, no, no. You know, what I wanted to look into, this, when I was in the UK, I, I remember 
this BBC um, LGBT journalist, Ben Hunt, um, did a documentary um, on body dysmorphia among the um, LGBT community. And at least something that I've, I've been, since watching his documentary, that is something I've been um, interested in because as Glenn would have said, I remember when there was this rush um, by gay men who were filling up the, the gyms and I was kind of wondering, gyms, they all of a sudden, everybody like want to be, or want to look certain a certain kind of way. I, I've, there's something I, I really want, I still want to look into um, among the Jamaican population. No, it's a, I think it's something worth looking into because I know, I know men, men are said to be more physical and so we always are bucking up against that. But it's almost like I remember when I started out um, in the community, I mean, the skinny girls always had it easier. That was it, right? But it's almost like a blink, I'm a turn around, and all of a sudden, everybody has to look buff, right? And everybody has to, and if, if you don't look buff, Wrong with you, and I'm like, I mean, I made a vow to myself, I'm not going into the gym to look like a bodybuilder. That is not what it's that's not what's the right. thing for me. It's about um toning, g- giving myself a little bit more chest because that's what I wanted. And uh, and really, the, the, the shape of my back, and it's like, oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. But that's it. Um, and I don't, and, and that's why I don't take supplements. I've considered doing it for a short time just to help with like the chest building process. I'm still not fully settled on it. Um, but yeah, I'm not here to, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to look like say, that now I run complain. That's why I'm not looking like needs and so I'm sick. That's it. But big up the muscle queen, them same way, you know, man. I don't know about the party, but I tell you what I love. Big up on the cell. Oh, gosh. I'm going to even know what I got to talk about today. I'm going to talk about now. No, sir. Fuck, go on, go on, go on, so. Oh, gosh. Any final words? Oh, you know, look, sir. You should know from the listeners, then, where, where, where do you guys fit? Oh, that's true. Is there a category that we did not? cover that you would love to for us to give um i don't know give some thought to i would love to because i'm sure there's more it can't just put them look a bit there i mean we did a lot oh we've been well um just do you want to see if we could have touched on this whole alpha alpha business because I, I I see that one being used a lot, especially when I was when I was in Jamaica. Uh, alpha. Everybody says oh, they're an alpha or oh. they're alpha and they're looking for a sub or whatever. And then I used to, I used to like to love talking to those ones online because I wanted to challenge it because I'm I've been thinking about it and even for myself, I consider myself a, a sub a sub alpha or a submissive alpha. Right, so I'm naturally submissive, but if you slip up, if you slip up, you'll never get the chance to dominate me again. I'm gonna automatically switch to alpha. But um, yes, Glenroy, look, look at them face. Me, I'm looking at the face right here one time. You, but yeah. So like, blood clad submissive. Move your blood clad. Oop, that's enough for I've met nigga. Do your business. It don't take much for the girl flip table. Do not make Crystal no life. And- <laughs> <laughs> that means I have a temper. That means I have a temper. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, yeah, but like that's my preference. My preference is to be sub, um, which is why Mister Sub Alpha. Um, I'm gonna look for a guy to date who I will feel comfortable being submissive. My preference is not to be an alpha. Anymore. Submissive um, then, in sexually mm-hmm. or beyond that? Mostly, mostly, mostly sexually, but um, it depends. It can go beyond that as well, but I mean, but like this idea of uh, presenting as being an alpha male, um, I don't know if anybody has, has that experience, but like usually when you start talk to them and then 
you really get down into the what makes you an alpha or, you know, you're, you're prodding, you're poking and prodding to kind of get that out. You realize, uh, really and truly, them just, they're really fake, you know, them submissive, but them just want to pretend like, say, I them in no, so I don't know if that's a thing with anybody's experience. It's an absolute thing. Anybody who tell them, tell them is a dominant is not a dominant. Dominant people don't say it generally, unless it's contextual. I don't have to tell nobody that he's a dominant personality. People know he's a dominant personality. Anybody who said that now? And probably you're going to have a bad sexual experience with them because they're going to go, Tell us that is this, and then when you speak one with the things and then that's the word that people used to use in Jamaica, dominance. I feel like that's what I when we set up on the other pages. That's the man used to come to me in back up to me, say them dominant. When 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 them done it, me here dominant no holy. It is one take back your. That is it. Me coulda take back the fuck me that take it back. Any man who tell us them dominant, we say we sit time. All them are going to do, I try live out their masculine fantasies for you. Them, is what they really want. I say you throw them down. But anyway, I'm going to jump on my soapbox to the podcast. One next time we take up that one. <laughs> but, okay, thank you. Thank you so much, listeners, for just bearing with all the crazy things that we've been saying for the last hour or so um thank you for listening and tuning in as usual if you have any feedback for us if you know which gay you or you want to tell us or if as kareem said we missed anything you can always send us your feedback at fish deep podcast on instagram twitter and on facebook or you can email us at fishkeeppodcast at gmail.com with your feedback, suggestions for new episodes, and anything um, of this sort. Like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, rate us on the podcast platforms that you're listening, listening to us on. Mano says, some people really out here think, say, the pandemic done. A pandemic is the worldwide pandemic done, done. So even if you get your second shot of whichever vaccine or your first shot of a one-shot vaccine, right um it, things still out here right mask social distance right wash your hands sanitize after wipe it off before you put it in your mouth and in all things my dears they the fishy bye, bye. bye.